Hey geeks, and welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast. Today, we suggest you grab some top-of-the-line travel insurance and join us as we give our spoiler-free, quick-fire review of Vacation Friends. The film debuted, well, today, Friday, August 27th, on Hulu and Star. Joining me today, please welcome my co-host for the program, two animals I met down in Mexico. Not really. Everywhere they go, <laughs> chaos happens, Justin and Nate. Ooh, yeah! Let's go! We're more than just vacation friends. We're forever <laughs> friends. We're vacation lovers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's, oh, boy. Let's, let's not remind anyone about that. So Yes. Uh, we don't talk about that. a good call. Yeah, well, yeah. as I mentioned, uh, today we'll be looking at vacation friends. In this raw and raunchy comedy, straight-laced Marcus and Emily are befriended by wild, thrill-seeking partiers Ron and Kyla at a resort in Mexico. Living in the... Mo- Living in the moment, the usual level-headed couple lets loose to enjoy a week of uninhabited fun, debauchery, and their new vacation friends. Months after their walk on the wild side, Marcus and Emily are horrified when Ron and Kyla show up uninvited at their wedding. Of course, chaos ensues. Uh, The movie stars Lil Rel Howery, Yvonne Orji, Orjai... I mean, it, it works either way for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. I like that. John Cena and Meredith Hagner. Uh, the movie was directed by Clay Tarver. Tarver also got a writing credit along with everyone in Hollywood, uh, including Tom <laughs> Mullen, Tim Mullen, Jonathan Goldstein, and John Francis Daly. Uh, you know what? Let's not waste any more time and get right to our thoughts on this apparent comedy. Uh, as you might be able to ascertain, I wasn't a huge fan of this movie, but that might not be the consensus of the group. Justin, what did you think of Vacation Friends? I enjoyed it for what it was. Like, it, it definitely, it was light. It was, uh, you know, I, I think that it, it played into certain sort of tropes of, of, of these kind of comedy movies where, you know, we it's more about the cast and the dynamics that they have. So you have Little Ray Howery and John Cena, you know, uh, that really are going to their their comedy banter is really going to help elevate it and you know i was really surprised with meredith hagner uh she was great as well i don't know i i wasn't expecting much from this movie i i I wasn't expecting it to be a great story or you know well shot or well thought out i i I just i knew it was going to be funny and and i knew it was just going to have like that typical sort of summer slapstick comedy to it right like we've seen this kind of movie before i don't know this, this for what it was as a summer comedy film I enjoyed it. I, I, I had fun. I don't know. I mean, I feel like, you know, this movie involves uh, quite a bit of traveling. Um, at least the characters do a bit of traveling throughout the film. And honestly, this feels like something that is great to watch on a plane. Watch it on a plane. You know what I mean? Like where most movies are sure. like, don't ever watch this on a plane. You can get away with watching this on a plane. You can watch this uh, a rainy night in your hotel room when you're in Mexico. Uh, you know, different, different. Um, you know, I'd say it's it's one of those things where... It's a, it's just a movie that you've watched and it won't really stick with you. I felt like, um, you know, it had a, a gr- really good premise, a good setup. Um, I thought John Cena steals the show, and we can talk about him in just a moment. But I just felt like it, it, there were a lot of jokes that just very much like Family Guy just went on too long, right. where where it was just sort of like, oh, oh, 
Okay, all right. Um, the movie builds to this climactic and cringeworthy moment. Um, and for me, I think that was obviously, I think that was the highlight of the movie, which is really near the tail end of it. So it, it really just is this kind of movie that it sets it up and it builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. But while it's building these these this sort of giant moment, um, it just kind of, I don't know, it, 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 it sort of just is a little slow. <laughs> It, just, it fizzled out. It fizzled, it fizzled out, out after that yeah. cli- climactic, like that climactic part, right? Like I, I totally agree with you. Like I, I think it had the, it had a really strong setup of making it kind of unique at at, at one point. Uh, in the end, it just just kind of failed. <laughs> it, it, and it was it was cringy for the sake of being cringy. I mean, had they paid off that big moment at the end, maybe like whoa, that would be stepping into new territories. But everything about this was just. Right cliche by the books this is and i don't like these kind of comedies where it's almost like mean-spirited where like the main character is getting teamed up by say the uh, you know in meet the parents ben stiller keeps getting put in these crappy situations that he's really not responsible for and he keeps looking like the bad guy uh you know couples retreat had similar you know the heartbreak kid with ben stiller's like one of the meanest comedies i've ever seen it's just this just fell into that kind of wheelhouse of this cringy cliche you know everything's a, a slapstick gag you know oh how many times can the main character unknowingly get high on drugs before it's not funny but i mean i will say like i i definitely did laugh at at quite a uh, a few of the moments and sure. especially if it came from meredith hagner i think was fantastic as kyla um and then john cena again was just he was Fanta- I thought he was fantastic. He was great uh, with in the crap role. he had to work with. I mean, right. like the character's so over the top and wouldn't get away with half the things that he does. Never mind with real people, but like legally. I mean, once you're right. like using a vehicle to smash through things, it's, it's <laughs> it becomes it's a, a little bit, bit cartoony. Yes. Yeah. And I and, just and it starts to take away from it. And this one felt like a made for Hulu movie. This didn't feel like a theatrical release that got pushed to streaming. This mm. felt like a you know, and like made the biggest streaming. giveaway. You know, yeah. the biggest giveaway of that is when uh, you know there's a vehicle crash in the water, and they shoot it from about forty five feet in the air, so they don't actually have to go through the expense of having this accident. You know, they can just CGI a little bubble, and it just a joke doesn't hit when you're watching it like that. I don't know, nothing hit for for, there, for no, me in this. Uh, uh, that was a, that's a great call out, Kevin, because that was one thing that I like immediately noticed is that this was done on a bit of a budget. Like even some of the you know. Again, like the the, the trip out scenes, uh, you know, it, it kind of looked like they had some budgetary restrictions because it, it kind of came off really cheap. Yeah, you know, there's there's certain instances that involves a gun uh, that you know we don't see how it happens, but they cleverly cut it so that we see the gun and then we see what happens after. So yeah, I think it was done on a, a very very tight budget, and who knows that could have been partially because of the COVID, right? I'm, I'm imagining that they probably. You know, this went into development and shooting while in COVID times. Well, maybe, but I mean, this movie, if you go and look at the history of this movie, it's insane how long this thing has been kicking around. It's been going around, tossed around since 2005 when Nicolas Cage and Will Smith were slated to be the two leads. Oh, really? Yes. And then at another <laughs> point in time in the, you know, the early 2010s, 2014-ish maybe, 
Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt were set to play one of the couples. Wow. Um, you know, so it's bounced around for 16 years. It's had at least five different writers. There might be 20 Clearly. people who yeah. ghost wrote. And, like, it's obvious. It's just this hodgepodge of who can make the loudest, most obnoxious, over-the-top joke and slap it in there. But, like, did nobody spend one second trying to get a, a quotable line from this movie? You know, like yeah, we always true. like to incorporate a few lines from trailers or from the movie itself in, in our shows here. And, you know, I think every joke was in the trailer and yet there were no jokes I could quote to try and bring to this. You know, it's just stating the obvious of what's happening in front of you and what's happening in front of you is crash, bang, boom. Somebody falls down. Somebody breaks something. Somebody embarrasses yeah. themselves. No, so you're right. it I just found it so flat and lazy and boring and just not funny. Again, not a fan. Not a fan. I just, I, I can't get over how charming John Cena was in the movie. Like, there's, there's a moment uh, where he charms uh, a character that is very, very uh, and, and, and <laughs> yeah, and he's not charmable at all. And yeah. the way that John's, like, the way that this character just easily, without any, any difficulty, just charms the pants off this guy is just, it's so fun and it's so it's so like I think I was willing to suspend my disbelief for some of the cartoony aspects of these characters just because I enjoyed them so much I, I agree with you Nate I think John Cena was the highlight for me because yeah. uh, we got you know especially after seeing like him in Suicide Squad as the peacemaker you know he got to flex some some comedy muscles but here he gets to really lean into that and as charming as he was they didn't really do too much in terms of explaining his background and, and who he was. They gave you hints and, and nods and subtle sort of things, but they kind of left some things a little... I don't think like you need to resolve. explore who he is as a character, really. Sure, sure, you know? I guess I just not, think but... the, I think my problem is those really nice moments are, are counterbalanced with, like, over the top, he's being the worst person ever. Sneaking drugs and crashing yeah, vehicles so. and stuff. Like, you know... I would have loved the idea of this friend who he made on vacation was destined to be his best friend, and he helps him uh, connect with his father-in-law who's reluctant to make an attachment, you know? But because he's a jerk, I'm not rooting for his character. I don't know. I like John Cena. I just don't think he had anything good to work with here other than those few nice moments. Yeah, I, but I, I think that Marcus is sometimes seen in a negative light in this movie, right? Like, even though Ron and Kyla are a little, like, extreme, and they're obviously extreme, uh, you know, he's making a judgment call, assuming just because they're they're so extreme, you know, they're they're kind of messed up. Like they they're untrustworthy. Like both Marcus and Emily seem very leery about trusting these 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 two without really knowing them, and they just see them as these crazy, you know, uh, hyper party animal type people. And I don't know, they they come off genuinely decent and kind. So I, I don't I, know if if that's what they were trying to do, or if that's what you saw. I did not see that from that movie. I don't know. I sure. just could never be against the guy who's like, "Hi, please don't crash my wedding. Hi, please don't try to shoot me. Please don't uh, drug me without my permission." Sure. Like, I, if I'm the bad guy for saying no to that, then I <laughs> call me a bad guy. No, I get it. I, but again, like the Marcus is very much a character who is. He uptight. needs to relax. He needs. He's yeah. uptight. He needs to relax. Uh, and to 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 be fair, this movie obviously Ron and Kyla take that to the extreme, for sure. And that's what adds First to the heightened sense of, right? of of you know the the craziness and the chaos of the movie. Uh, but you know, I I do know. All I know is like, again, this movie is very fleeting. 
it's not going to be something that you're going to just be like, oh yeah, I rem- I, can't, I can't wait to rewatch that, or or you know, nobody's going to watch this or remember this movie in a year from now. Um, even once it you know it's streamed streamable on like Netflix or something, or it gets sold to somewhere else where everyone has access to it. I just you know. It, it was just one of those things where you watch it, you have a fun time with some friends, and then it kind of just goes away. I will say, however, I, I do want to party up with Ron and Kyla. I would love to party with those two characters. And I would okay. just also say um, the soundtrack uh, I thought was actually pretty fantastic. It's made up of mostly Run the Jewels songs. So if yeah. you're a fan of of that hardcore, like, hip-hop, like, really, like, nasty lyrics, um, Run the Jewels is awesome. And they, they filled... Uh, uh, a good portion of this and, and made made up for some of those scenes where it was supposed to be a little bit more um, epic, if you will. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, you know what, Nate? You just mentioned something interesting there. So oh. I think we should head into our next topic or our next segment, which we like to call. Would you recommend this movie or something to watch on TV? Would you recommend it? And today, I'm actually asking two questions for you. The first, if you went on a couple's vacation, would you want to run into a, a pair like Ron and Kyla? Well, I mean, I just said it. Absolutely. I Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now, to the to the same degree, I, I don't know if about that because I'm, I'm not into the, the, the drug aspect of it. But I definitely, from a standpoint of like, you know, uh, jumping out of a plane or uh, doing something scary in the ocean, uh, I'd be totally down to kind of have somebody there to sort of push me to do that um, and to see what how I you know what kind of person would I be after after an experience like that. I could see that. I could see that. I'm not sure if you'd yeah. want to push the envelope to, you know, heavy drinking and hard and illicit drugs and, <laughs> poten- you know, and yeah. a potential gunshot wound. You know, I right, think. Right. Yeah. But that kind of that kind of couple that would yeah get you to try something you never would. Sure. So you would definitely want the toned down version of them. Sure. I'll take the realistic non-cartoon versions of Ron and Kyla. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the more tamed versions because. Yeah, they're obviously exaggerated to the fullest, but maybe they're not at the same time. Like I'm sure that there's there's people that are as crazy and zany as these Jeez. as these two out there. And they're it, still alive? <laughs> probably. <laughs> and that's why they live their life the way they do. Fair. No, I'm I, I'm cool with having a couple that you might meet down at the the pool swim up bar a couple times over your week. You have a few chats, you get to know each other a bit, but I don't want to exchange contacts and meet up with you for dinner when I'm back home. But now let's move on to our next Woodja, which is if you had seen this and paid to see it in theaters or had paid to rent it for a typical, you know, new movie release on demand, would you want a refund? I, I was good with it. I was good yeah. with it. I, You know what? I think it, this is the kind of movie that you look at the trailers or hopefully you're listening to this review and you've got your expectations set right for you. You know what exactly. I mean? You've got your exactly. expectations set right. You know you're not going into the best comedy of the year. Uh, you know you're not going into an epic film. Uh, this is a movie-ass movie. You know what I mean? Like, this is a movie, <laughs> and it's okay. a summer movie I, that you just have fun with. I get your point, so I'm going to change my question really quickly. Would you have paid to watch this movie? Yes, I would have. I, I honestly, like, in terms of... I think, Nate, like you were saying, it the expectations. 
I knew what I was getting myself into. I knew this was going to be a slapstick, stupid sort of comedy. You know, I wasn't a- anticipating a great story. I was surprised with with how they kind of rolled out certain sort of things. And as we've described, you know, how it kind of fizzled out at the end. Yeah, okay, whatever. But that's to be expected from this sort of slapstick, typical sort of summer comedy movie, which this is. This is what this is. So I, I laughed. I laughed a lot. Um, I think the, the comedy dynamic was, was actually really interesting. So I think, yeah, if I had paid for it, I wouldn't regret it. I, I would have enjoyed it uh and had fun but know that it's obviously not a top tier like judd apatow movie you know what i mean like it's it's yeah. not that that sort of highbrow like i almost think of it as almost like a a, a lesser version of a forgetting sarah marshall or yep. even get him to the greek uh sure. you know what i mean like that that, sure. that sort of again slapsticky that really alternate sort of two different characteristic experience um it's like so a yeah, diet version of those movies exactly yeah right with, with, <laughs> exactly with, I, I just feel like though I, I wish they didn't underplay some of the comedy moments uh because of budgetary restrictions, which is which is clearly apparent. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think for myself, um, the, I you just you like you said, you know what you're getting from a movie like this, and I don't want what they're giving with a movie like that. So I wouldn't have gone to the theaters to see this. I don't think I wouldn't have paid fourteen dollars to rent it. Uh, you know, when it comes out, that's just my own thing. Don't don't come at me, Hulu and Star. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> um, but I think before I get myself into any more trouble, it's time to end this wild and crazy trip. So let's do a once around and get our final thoughts and scores. Today, we're giving our rating of the movie out of five Coke-rimmed margaritas. Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I, I, again, I, I think for the amount that I actually laughed, um, having my expectations really set knowing what I was getting myself into, you know, it, it's still a good time. Mm. I, you know, if you want to laugh, you'll laugh. You'll, you'll hundred percent laugh. It, it is that, that summer slapstick comedy that we're used to at this time of the year. The cast is great. The dynamics between them are great. And, you know, to, to Kevin's point, this does feel like a made for streaming movie just because of how apparent it was that there were obviously cuts or budgetary restrictions to how they could make the comedy sort of uh, hit a bit better. Uh, at certain points, but uh, I don't know. For all of that, I would give it three out of five uh, Coke-rimmed margaritas. Nice. Nate, how about yourself? I think, Kevin, you're absolutely right. This is a streaming movie through and through. Um, you know, you asked if I would pay for it. I would pay for it. I don't know if I'd go to the theaters to see this movie, so I agree with you there. Um, <clears throat> it's it's a movie that, again, much like the the sort of... Um, it, it's it's just light. It's 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 one of those movies that like comedies can be smart. They can be memorable. They can have a lot of quotable lines. Um, but this doesn't have that outside of again Meredith Hagner and John Cena. I, I they're the they're the the best parts of this movie. Uh, obviously they are the 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 humor of the movie. Um, but again they're just the jokes went on too long. Um, and and just to have that one uh, climatic, cringeworthy moment didn't it didn't. To your point, Kevin, it didn't it didn't pay off. It didn't pay off, and the movie just kind of ends. Yeah. So I think, honestly, much like actual vacation friends and the experiences you have with them along the way, it was a fun time. But I don't think this movie is going to have a lasting relationship with me. So I'm going to give it uh, a three out of five Coca Cola rimmed glasses of. Margarita. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like keeping it, it PG. <laughs> yes, but I mean it's it's tailored to your preferences. That's always you good, go. you know. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I think uh, I've made it quite clear. This one just didn't resonate with me, and it was exactly what I expected. And so, if that's what you're looking for, it's going to hit the nail on the head. Definitely check it out. 
Uh, it's just with so much great stuff out there, it's tricky to you know justify spending two hours on something that doesn't make you laugh once or doesn't present a, a, even a unique scenario uh, for, for, to put the characters in. I right, mean, if you can have them before. tripping out and on a fox hunt and you can't even get one good line or joke in that scene, I'm not sure you're meant for comedy, maybe. Right. Um, so yeah, just an all-around sort of dud for me, but... Um, it is what it is. I'm going to give this one 2.2 out of 5 Coke-rimmed margaritas. And with a scoring system like that, I wish I could have gone higher. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but there you have it, our spoiler-free quick-fire review for Vacation Friends. The movie is now available on Hulu and Star. Thanks for tuning in wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe and leave us a glowing review, or we might just have to shoot a bottle off the top of your head. Uh, we've also got a boatload of content coming out all the time, so be sure to check our reviews for some of the latest content in the world of film and television. Are you going to check out Vacation Friends this weekend? If you do, let us know what you thought. Do you really need two doses of John Cena in one summer? If so, please tell us why. Yes. And you can do that at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or if you were born in the 90s or later, hit us up on Twitter at GeekcentricYT and on Instagram at WeAreGeekcentric. Justin, Nate, thanks for joining me. That was f awesome. <laughs> That's your quote. <laughs> and then, and yeah, there's another, another one of the well-written lines yeah, from the movie. Yeah, and yeah. to everyone listening, see you next time. Keep it geeky. Keep it geeky.